doing something big. Tell them, tell your neighbor we move from preparing. Tell your neighbor we move from preparing to do something big to doing something big. Open your Bible to the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah chapter 2. <clears throat> Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 19. Let's look at it. Uh, Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 19. We did the whole chapter. 19 and 20, last two verses. It says, but when Sanballat and the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite official and Grisham the Arab heard it, they mocked us and despised us and said, what is this? What is this thing? See how people look at what you're doing, how they, how they talk about it? What is this thing? You are doing. Are you rebelling against the king? Verse 20. So I answered them and said, The God of heaven will give us success. Therefore, we his servants will arise and build. But you have no portion, right, or memorial in Jerusalem. Let us pray together. Thank you, Father, for your grace and mercy. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Forgive us of our sins. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Lord. I pray now in the name of Jesus that you'd use me for your glory. Stand in my body. Think with my mind. Speak with my voice. Cancel the schemes and the plans of the enemy. And Lord, bless now the hearers of your word. Lord, we love you so much. We appreciate what you're about to do in here. Bring transformation now through the preaching of your word. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. We all have them. Amen. No matter how old you are, No matter how long you've lived, we all have them. Um, You'll find them at your job. You'll find them at school. You'll find them in your home sometimes. What am I talking about? Wherever you go, you'll find them. Amen. And oftentimes, when you're getting ready to do something big, it seems like they just show up. I want to talk about this morning how to handle your haters. Touch your neighbor and say, Pastor, going to talk about how to handle your haters. How to handle your haters. We all got haters. I don't care who you are. You may be the most holiest person in the world. Amen. You may be sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and can dance too. And uh, I want to tell you something. You're not immune from having haters. As a matter of fact, the bigger your assignment the more haters you'll have. 
um, haters come in different forms. And the reason why we have haters because they're threatened by what you can do. Do I have anybody? As a matter of fact, the people that hate on you are the ones who want to keep you right where you are. A hater will never tell you to do better. Come on, somebody. A hater will never tell you that what you're doing, amen, is great. And in this series, we've talked about preparing for something big. Nehemiah, who I've discovered is one of the greatest leaders in the Bible. Amen. He was familiar with haters. At first, he addressed, at first, he, he didn't really deal with them. He just kind of declared to them that this was a work of God. And I want to say to somebody here this morning, uh, how you handle haters will show what you believe about God. Do I have anybody? You don't have to curse them. Hello, somebody. You don't even have to get angry at them. Because when you expect it, amen, then you can prepare for it. Don't live your life thinking that, amen, everybody's going to like you. Hello, somebody. That everybody's going to like what you're doing. That everybody's going to approve of what you're doing. Amen. Before we join the workers on the wall, though, I got a few questions, amen, that I'd like to ask you for leaders and for followers. Like Nehemiah, the question is, first question is for leaders. Do you have a burden in your heart for the work of God that God has called you to do? Are you willing to sacrifice to see his will accomplished? Are you patient in gathering the facts in planning out the work? Do you enlist help from others or are you just trying to do it? Come on, help me somebody. By yourself. Do we motivate people? Amen. On the basis of spirit, of spiritual basis of what God is doing or are we just trying to benefit ourselves? As for followers, the question I have for you, are you following your leader as God has called you to follow your leader? Do I have anybody? Do you, do you put your hands and your necks out so that the work can be accomplished? Are you cooperating in any way with the enemy to weaken the work? Oh, I wish I had somebody. Amen. And these questions you have to ask yourself because you may not know you may be a hater. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Amen. You, you may not know, but you, I'm going to say it one more time. You may be a hater because if you can talk about the very thing that God is doing in somebody else's life, then that puts you in opposition as to what God is trying to do in their life. Do I have anybody? And so today I want to talk about it. 
I want to talk about how to handle your haters. I just want to, haters, I just want to talk about the fact that Nehemiah started something. Nehemiah, who was just a man, who was a common man. He was a man in the king's palace. But Nehemiah got to the point where he was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And he heard about what was going on. We've talked about this. And I told you last week, I told you a few things last week. I told you that if, I told you to an appeal last week to those who say can't be done. Because there are some people, amen, in your life who will say that task is too big for you. Do I have anybody? Amen. There are some people, because they can't do something, they want to hold you back. Do I have anybody? But I told you last week that the one thing that you have to understand about when you're attempting, when you're doing something big, or when you are attempting something big, you got to clearly understand that you have the favor of God. Tell your neighbor, when I have favor, I don't need nothing else. Amen. Not only did he have the favor of God, but I told you something else last week. What did I tell you? What did he have next? Amen. He had the commitment of the king. I told you that God will put some kings in your life. He'll put some bankers in your life. Come on, somebody. He'll put some people positioned right in your life to accomplish the purpose that he has for you. Tell your neighbor God works through people. God works through people. And if you say, well, I'm not a people person, well, here's the thing. That's why you have a delay, watch this, in your deliverance. Because God may just use somebody to help you get your deliverance. Do I have anybody? I told you that. And the next thing that Nehemiah did is that he cast the vision clearly. He had a vision. And his vision was to no longer be a reproach to his enemies. And, and I told you that sometimes it becomes easy to sit in the ruins of life, the stuff that you've messed up, and accept your life as what it is. But I want to tell somebody, God can take a mess up. Amen. And he can make it over again. God can take some stuff that has been broken down in our lives and he can use it for his glory. Do I have anybody? I told you that he had a, he cast the, 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 the vision clearly, but I told you the next thing he had, he had the commitment of the people. You see, I realized something, amen, a long time ago. Tell your neighbor, I can't do this by myself. And I keep repeating that because, because sometimes we go in this isolation mode. Hello, somebody. Sometimes we're like, I don't want to fool with nobody. Amen. Tell your neighbor the vision is too important for that. The vision is too important for you to isolate yourself. I can do bad by myself. Yeah, that's why you're still there. Doing worse. You ain't doing bad. You, do, you go from bad to worse. Amen. And I found out that I need a few people. I need a few prayer warriors in my life. Amen. I found out I need a few kings in my life. I need some other people who are favored like me so we can walk together and we can strategize about what God, watch this, wants to do next. But I want to tell you something. Haters will show up. 
Now, these haters had shown up before. Remember we talked about that? Now, I'm going to deal with haters for a couple weeks, you know. But I want to tell you something about these haters. Not only did Sanballat and his buddy, Grisham, he got another hater show up with him. So now he's dealing with three different people. Nehemiah got excited about the work. And let me say this to you. How many of you know right when you get excited? Come on, you ever been there? Am I talking about something? Right when you get excited about something. Anybody ever said? Right as you got it, here come that phone call. Here, here come those people who said they were going to do something for you. Amen. And then they call you up and say, well, I can't do that no more. See, and that's why I've learned to have a backup plan. Tell your neighbor, you got to use wisdom. Listen, always have two, not one, have two, have a backup plan. Because the very people that you think will show up, Amen. They will actually show out on you. Hello, somebody. Especially if they have you in a position where you need them. Oh, I'm talking to you now. Nehemiah helped me with something this week. That, I, that I'm going to have haters. Amen. But, but here's the thing. I can't get mad at my haters. Amen. And so I want to just look at them. I just want to look at the first thing here. Watch this. The text says, now, now here's the thing. Here's the thing about Nehemiah. He could have ignored them. And that's how most of us do our haters right now. They're there, but we're, uh, no, they, no, no. Whew. Listen, they got you changing your routine. <laughs> I just said something. They got you driving a different route to work. Come on, somebody. Listen, how can you allow another person to stop you from walking the way you need to walk? From going the way you need to go? From saying the things you need to say? And some of us, we're just quiet because we don't want an argument. But I want to help somebody. Let me help some brothers in here. Amen. Say what you got to say. Now, don't get put out and call me now. Say it in love, brother. Let me add that piece to it. Say it in love. Touch your neighbor and say, say it in love. Amen. And then she's like, you better say it in love. Ain't going to be some stuff up in here. Amen. You got to say it in love. Because if you don't say it in love, amen, some stuff going to pop off. <laughs> Nehemiah. Nehemiah said, Nehemiah, listen, and, and let, I'm going to help you with something real quick. Watch this. Watch this. Watch verse 19. It says, but when Sanballat, the Horonite, and Tobiah, the Ammonite, official, and Gresham, the Arab, heard it. Now, here's the thing. How did they hear about it? That's my question. See, when you're doing something big, tell your neighbor, you will attract haters. The first thing I see is he attracted haters. Some of us got, got hater, hater, hater cologne on. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's drawing your haters? The anointing. Come on, somebody. I'm going to say it one more time. Listen, the anointing that's on, and listen, if you're not attracting nothing and the devil is leaving you alone, you're walking with the devil. 
I just said something. I, I said I just said something. But the moment that you decide, tell your neighbor I'm doing something big now. I move from preparing to doing. And the moment you decide that you're going to do something, somebody's going to try to talk you down on your price. Somebody's going to try to sabotage your route. Somebody's going to try to sabotage your vision. But you got to stand up and say, no matter what happens, I know this would have happened. So guess what? I'm not surprised. Listen, how did they hear about it? They heard about it because when you're doing something big for God, your haters will spy on you. Amen. The very people that said they would help would help you with spies. They were, develop, they were collecting intel on you. Amen. See, we should attract supporters. But remember this. The devil is always lurking around every corner, seeking someone to devour. Watch the text. Listen, the Bible is very clear. He says he prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking some. You know what he's looking for? The weakest link in the chain. And you're wondering why. You haven't made it forward yet. You're wondering why. Listen, Nehemiah, listen, he attracted haters. Listen, they thought that he was a joke. Listen, be careful of people who minimize your your mission. People who minimize the vision that you have. Listen, people who say it can't be done. People who say, oh, that's too big for you. Listen, people who keep talking to you, telling you, you can't, you can't. Why don't you just stay right here? Listen, you got to be careful that people are not making a joke of you mocking you. That's what it says earlier. In the earlier part of this chapter, they were mocking him. See, they thought he was a joke. Amen. And so now, uh, Sambalet and Tobiah, they went and got another hater. Grisham. Listen, we don't become a threat to people until they see you doing something big. As long as you're sitting around doing nothing, you are not significant. Come on, somebody. You want to know why you've been hindered lately? Because you're ready to do something big. Listen, don't think that just because you're struggling, watch this, that that you can't do it. The enemy is waiting for you to give up. And some of you have vision. Some of you have dreams. Some of you have some things that God has birthed inside of you, but watch this. You're not nurturing it because your haters have, watched this, have talked you out of it. Watch this, watch this, watch this, because they mocked it. Listen, I remember, I remember when I was insecure. <laughs> Amen. You ever been insecure before? Y'all ain't trying to hear me. And, and I used to be suspect when people look at me, I'd be like, <laughs> you know, when you're insecure, everything bothers you. <laughs> the way you clap, <laughs> the way you stop your feet, <laughs> you know, all of that. I remember being intimidated in church. 
about my worship. Amen. I know I don't have no beat. I already know that. That's not news to me. You find what I'm saying? But when haters show up, they will always magnify, watch this, they will always magnify your weaknesses and cause you to feel insecure about you. But I got something for him. If any man be in Christ, come on, help me somebody. He's a new creature. Every now and then, that's what I'm going to be talking about at the men's conference. You got to learn how to encourage yourself. Amen. Listen, 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 listen. It's when you start doing something, watch this, and when you start doing what God has destined you to do, watch this, that you will begin to attract haters. When you're doing stuff, watch this, that's just benefiting you and not glorifying God, then you ain't got nothing to worry about. I'll never forget when I started my business. I started my business for one reason. That was to edify the kingdom using technology. And that was my clear vision. I had a clear vision of that. And here's the thing. I still have that vision today. And after 16 years, 17 years, it's still here, y'all. Amen. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this. You got to be careful who you talk to about your vision. I told you that. Remember what I told you that? Be careful who you share your vision with. Because I want to tell you something. Not everybody has, watch this, your best interest in mind. But listen, haters don't tell you they're haters. But let me tell you when they get bold. When you got all your pieces together. Nehemiah had the king's approval. He had the, but see, watch this. This tells you that they were not interested. Listen, they had no clue about what God was doing. Listen, not everybody understand how God works. But the question I have for you, do you understand how he works? And when you understand that he's the same, yeah, 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 today. Come on, somebody. Uh, yesterday. Hey, come on, somebody. And, and, and what? And forevermore, when you understand that God is not a man, amen, that he should lie, that God doesn't change, that God is faithful to his promise, then you can sit back and say, man, wow, listen, no matter what my haters are telling me, come on, somebody. I know what God can do. Tell you, I know what God can do. What he's done for Hey, y'all going to make me preach up in here. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. I don't know about you this morning, but, but, but I want to tell you something. If you were still living in the ruins of life, watch this, he wouldn't care about you. Amen. If you were still living like you used to live, haters not interested in you. And it's funny how the hater antenna go up, amen, when you start doing something great. Amen. They just, they just come like flies, man. They, they just show up. And it's one word that can discourage you. Listen, one word. Listen, and sometimes it's not even a word. It's a look. It's the nonverbals. Come on, somebody. It may come from somebody close to you that you need affirmation from. And guess what? They're like, hmm, 
I ain't got nothing to say. See, see, Nehemiah, Nehemiah attracted haters. He attracted haters. Tell your neighbor, he attracted haters. Amen. Watch what the text says. Watch what the next part of that verse says. Look at that verse for me. Verse 19. Look at it. What they do, y'all? They got bold. Tell your neighbor they got bold. Look what it says. And they what? They mocked us. Huh? They mocked us and despised us. And what did they say? They said, they said, what is this thing that you're doing? Are you rebelling against the king? Now, hold on a minute. Didn't it have the approval of the king? See, what haters will get you to do is start doubting, hello, somebody. Tell your neighbor, they, listen, they're going to cause you to doubt yourself. Watch the text, watch the text, watch the text. The text says they despised us. You know what that word means? To disrespect. So the next thing, not only he attracted haters, but he was assaulted by his haters. Some of us can't handle those verbal assaults. Listen, they disrespected him. Listen, haters don't care about your vision. Why are you sharing it with them? They don't care about your vision and they don't care about your God. Look at the question. Are you rebelling against the king? Now, they knew he had the favor of God and the king, but yet they didn't care. See, this was the same thing they did in Ezra chapter 4. When Ezra came, when the first group came back to Jerusalem to build, that's how they stopped. The same men used the same words and caused them to stop the work for over 10 years. Come on, I'm talking to somebody. Listen, people say, oh, we can't do this. Yes, we can. We're going to do this. I'll tell you that we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Watch the text. Watch, watch what he said. Watch this. He was assaulted, but you got to be careful that you don't take to heart, come on somebody, the words that you hear from your haters. Listen to this. Your haters will try to get you to doubt or even second guess yourself even when you know all the facts. They will cause you to say, man, hold on a minute. Do I really have the... Do I really have kings in my corner? I done charged all this stuff on my credit card. Come on, somebody. I done invested all my money in this stuff. Man, I'm talking to myself. I'm, I see what I'm doing today. I'm going to talk to this side right here. They're listening. Come on, y'all. See, see, watch this. Watch this. The enemy knows and the enemy tries his very best. Watch this. To deter you by causing you to question Watch this, what you're doing for God. Do I have anybody? Never forget that you have the favor of God. And here's the other thing. Don't take the assaults personally. That's what the problem is. Most of us take it what? Personal. Amen. Nehemiah said they mocked us. Not only did they mock us, but they what? 
They despised us. In other words, they assaulted us. They laughed at us. Watch the people when you're doing something, all they're doing is laughing. Watch out for them. Mark them. (laughs) Amen. Watch this. They say they're for you. But they're laughing at you. They're not laughing with you. They're laughing at you. I learned that a long time ago. Amen. Watch the text. Watch the text. They said, are you, are you rebelling against the king, man? What's, what's up with you, Nehemiah? Now, I just told you I had letters from the king. I had the king's commitment I had the favor of God, but look at verse 20. Now, now watch out. Watch me. So I answered, all right? Now, now, this is the first time Nehemiah really focused in on his haters. The text says, so I answered and said to them, the God, hello somebody, the who? Listen, you got to understand, there are a lot of gods out here. There's the God of money. There's a God of success. There's a God of a lot of different things. But the God of heaven is all powerful. Nehemiah was saying to them, I know who my God is. And I know what he can do. Come on somebody. He, He created everything. In the beginning was, amen. In the beginning was nothing. And God said, let there be light. He spoke and everything came into existence. God's voice is so powerful, come on somebody, that he can create by just saying it. He doesn't have to do it, he speaks it and it comes into into play. And that's the beautiful thing about having a vision. When you have a vision, you'll understand something that all God has to do is say the word and it's done. Nehemiah said, let me get you all right. Amen. Watch this. Next point. Not only was he assaulted by his haters, but here's what I like about Nehemiah. He addressed his haters. Tell your neighbor, sometimes you got to sit down and look them in the eye and say, let let me tell you something. And I ain't going to cuss you. I'm going to always use God in my conversation. Tell your neighbor, you got to have a godly conversation with your haters. Tell your neighbor, you can't be going around cursing and carrying on. You can't, listen, that's not going to get you nowhere. Tell your neighbor, you got to have a godly conversation. And what you got to tell your haters is that the God of heaven is with me. The the Bible says that Nehemiah said, first of all, let me tell y'all something. The God of heaven will give us success. Amen. The God of heaven will push us forward. The God of heaven would break out on us. You see, he focused on the glory and the greatness of God. Not on what his haters were saying. Sometimes we give what our haters are saying too much credit. Listen, listen. The emphasis of the stem of this word, success, suggests that, watch this, that Nehemiah understood that it was a state or a condition of being successful. 
and Nehemiah, watch this with the, with the Hebrew word, he says, watch this, he says, my condition is that even before I look successful in your eyes, I'm already successful. See, being successful is a state of mind. Come on, somebody. Being successful is not about how much money you have. It's a way of life. And Nehemiah said, let me tell you who's going to make me successful. God will. And I love how he referred to God. He said, the God of what? Heaven. Nehemiah. His response spoke volumes. Here's the thing. Nehemiah had a clear understanding of something. If I'm going to be successful, God, it's up to you. Tell your neighbor it's up to God. Listen, he wasn't worried about anything. If God birthed the vision in you, he'll bring it to pass. All you have to do is believe. Even when haters talk about it. Nehemiah said, listen, the God of heaven. Amen. Nehemiah's reliance on God was the key ingredient to his success. Listen, if, if we could only have the same confidence, come on somebody, in the God that we serve, if we can have the same character, if we can have the same, watch this, composure, when we come into the presence of our haters, we will begin to see. Let me ask you, how confident are you in God that he will make you successful? Amen. Let me ask you this, can you speak it? right now come on somebody I'm going to say it one more time can you speak it right now can you say the God of heaven will make me successful come on somebody the God of heaven will take care of my haters come on listen 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 can I ask you something are you convinced notice he didn't cuss his haters he addressed his haters I guess what he told them he told them, this is God's business, man. Tell you, David, this is God's business. Business. Notice I said business. I didn't say business. I said business. Tell you, David, this is God's business. <laughs> Little Ebonics for you. This is God's business. And let me tell you something about God. I know he's going to make me successful. I know that I'm going to be successful. Without a shadow of a doubt. I know that I'm not going to live in the ashes for very long. Tell your neighbor, I've been waiting a little while. But the Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord, he will renew their strength. He'll mount them up with wings like eagles. They're going to run and not get weary. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor, weeping may endure for a night, but joy is going to come in the morning. Tell your neighbor, the Bible tells me wherever I go, wherever I put my feet, I shall prosper. Why? Because the God of heaven, I love how he refers to that. Now, heaven, there are three levels to heaven. Hello, somebody. He wasn't talking about the sky God. He wasn't talking about the bird God. He wasn't talking about the moon God. He was talking about El Elyon. Come on, somebody. He was talking about El Shaddai. He was talking about El Roe. He was talking about Jehovah Rapa. Do I have anybody? He was talking about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. That's who he was talking about. 
See, you got to ask yourself a question. Which God are you depending on? And let me help somebody with something. Amen. In ancient times, what they would do, they would build stone gods. They would make the bottom heavy, amen, and the top light so it wouldn't fall over. And what they would do is they would hitch their trust in that stone god. And when that god would fall over, they would be disappointed. The question I have for you is, who are you hitching your life on? Who are you, hallelujah, waiting on for your success? You see, he addressed them. And see, here's the thing. You can be cute and conservative about addressing your haters. Don't you come out of character. Tell your neighbor, don't come out of character. Tell your neighbor, don't don't come out of character now. Amen. 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 I'm, I'm telling you right now, don't come out of character. And some of us, it's hard for us. We can't keep our composure. I see it in your face. Your forehead start cracking. All that, all that stuff. Cheeks start looking crazy. All that sweating. All that kind of stuff. And here's the thing. Your haters know it. Don't give them an opportunity to get through to you. Tell them God. That's all I got to say. God. You say it can't be done? God will. I remember when they told me, when, 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 when I got saved, went back, couldn't get my CD out, tried three times. I went back, I said, no, nah, I'm finna get it this time. I'm, I'm finna get this thing. Went back in there, took that test. The guy looked at me, he said, all right. Now, I know I, I didn't hit that last question. Amen. But I prayed, I said, God, you know what I need, Lord. And the Lord just, boom, he said, go on, man, go on. You see, that's favor. That was a king that God put in my life. Watch this. I had the commitment of the king, and he caused me to succeed. God did. I can tell you a whole lot of things that God has done for me. Simply because everything I do, I put it back on God. Somebody asked me how I got this far by faith. I said, it's God. Come on, somebody. So, listen, listen, listen. We're, we're, we have to understand that, listen, you don't have to accept the, the way things are. You got to rock that boat. You do. You have to confront your haters. Stop walking around avoiding them. They're causing you discomfort. Come on, somebody. But you got to know how to do it. He said, the God of heaven, I'm going to sit down, will give us what? Success. He says, therefore, we his servants, hello somebody, will what? Tell your neighbor, you got to rise. See, after you get all that pollution out, yeah, 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 yeah. After you ignore all that negativity, See, I know how to overlook negativity. I know how to, I know how to let it ride. You see what I'm saying? I've learned that. I used to stop and get mad. But, but Nehemiah said, what? We're going to what? We're gonna, we will rise and what? Build. But look what he said. Look what he said. But you, hater, you ain't got no portion in this. Listen, you ain't even part of this. So just shut up. That's... In the Hebrew, that's what he said. <laughs> Translate it to English. 
Just shut up. First of all, you ain't got nothing to do with this. Matter of fact, let me ask you something. Why are you even talking? Matter of fact, why have I even given you the time, but I got to address you to get rid of you? Tell somebody I got to address you to get rid of you. Because look, when you, when you address them and don't think they ain't coming back, I'm going to show you in chapter 4, He coming, tell your neighbor they coming back. I'm going to tie that message. The haters are coming back. <laughs> Give me the last point. His attitude towards his hater. Listen, you will not intimidate me. Come on. <laughs> Somebody say, okay. Listen, he dismissed the past, the present, the future of, watch this, of his haters. What they were suggesting to him. Amen. What happened before was not going to happen again. Tell you, they ain't going to happen again. Watch this. Under his leadership. Under his leadership, he said, y'all done tried this before. In Ezra 4, they done tried it before. He said, but not under my leadership. Under my leadership, we will arise and we're going to build. Why? Because we are in the wooden circle. Do I have anybody? Nehemiah said, it's time to put my haters to rest. But I want to tell somebody something. You have to declare to the enemy that he's not welcome where God is working. Ooh, I just said something. You got to declare to the enemy that he's not welcome where God is working. And when you declare to the enemy that statement and you mean it, you will begin to see movement with your vision. Not too long ago, man was driving down a one-way street and he noticed that everybody was waving him down and, you know obviously there was a problem <laughs> the car was going the wrong way but he kept on driving all he heard was horns and people waving at him and things like that after a while it became clear that he thought it was something wrong with them Hello, somebody. He thought, well, what's wrong with these people? Why are they blowing the horn? Why are they, why are they going the wrong way? He, see, he, he, had a, he had a doubt in his mind, but he said, no, I'm right. You see, these people were concerned for two reasons. Number one, he could have done damage to himself. But number two, amen, he could have done damage to others. They, they could, now watch it, they could have simply just ignored it and said, that ain't my business. Or they could, amen, do what they did and try to get his attention. Because they understood that when you're going the wrong way, somebody needs to confront you so that you can reverse your direction. I'm going somewhere. Sometimes you got to address your haters, amen, because you got to let them know that I'm going in a different direction. Some of us don't want confrontation, but there's a way to confront and still be Christ-like. Oh, I thank God this morning that the God of this universe has laid it out very clearly that in spite of what it looks like right now, I realize something.
that I will have haters in this journey. But I thank God that I'm willing to confront them. I'm willing to say what I need to say so that I can get to where God wants me to be. But you got to tell your haters that they are not welcome where God is working. Give God a hand clap of praise. Give God a hand clap of praise. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, that's how, that's how you deal with your haters. Give God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. You know, I'm so intrigued with this book of Nehemiah. I'm so intrigued with it because I see God working through the life of a common man. Amen.